You think they're foes? They're in business together. Danny Bush knows the Carlisle Group since years before. Been raking in billions and itching for more. It's blood for oil. We know there's a link. They say code war. We say code pink. It's blood for oil. We know there's a link. They say code war. We say code pink. That was Code Pink by Emma's Revolution. I'm Leonardo Flores of Code Pink's Latin America team. Welcome to our Code Pink radio show presented by WBAI in New York City and WPFW in Washington, D.C. If the election and its aftermath have you anxious, be sure to check out Code Pink's Yes We Care page, which is full of resources to cultivate community and post-election engagement. We care about every vote being counted. We care about being engaged citizens. This election week, let's be in service to humanity, emphasizing the regenerative and local. www.codepink.org slash yes, we care. Now for some news from Latin America and the Caribbean. ICE, U.S. Immigration and Customs Enforcement, continues to deport people during a pandemic in violation of regional health protocols. October 30th marked one of its busiest days in months, with 13 flights to six countries, including El Salvador, Guatemala, Honduras, Brazil, Ecuador, and Mexico. These flights have been severely criticized by activists for potentially deporting sick, sick patients and spreading COVID. In Colombia on Sunday, thousands of former FARC guerrillas marched in Bogota to protest the murder of 236 ex-combatants since the landmark 2016 peace agreement. Senator Victoria Sandino said, We are mobilizing to demand respect for our lives and compliance with the peace agreements. It has been a violent 2020 in Colombia, as over 250 social leaders and activists have been murdered. Additionally, another 20, 278 people have been murdered in 70 massacres. This wave of violence has prompted no official response from the, either the Organization of American States or the U.S. State Department. In Honduras, October 26 marked the 100th day since the disappearance of five members of the Garifuna community kidnapped by heavily armed men in the small town of Triunfo de la Cruz. Four of the five, members were, four of the five were members of, Ofra, of Ofrane, the fraternal black organization of Honduras, a grassroots organization that works with the Afro-descendant and indigenous Garifuna community in Honduras in defense of their collective social, economic, and cultural and territorial rights. Ofrané has denounced the government of Juan Orlando Hernández for its criminal and complicit silence regarding the case. The Trump administration has announced that it is tightening the embargo against Venezuela and will prevent companies from engaging in oil for, for diesel swaps with the country. This embargo is in blatant violation of international law and the maneuver has caused yet another split within the Venezuelan opposition. A group of local NGOs linked to the Venezuelan opposition denounced the move and said it could have devastating consequences for the population as diesel is the principal fuel for electric generation and heavy load transport of basic goods including food, medicine, and humanitarian supplies. As part of its blockade on the country, the U.S. recently sold $40 million worth of oil it had seized from tankers sailing to Venezuela in what is being called a brazen act of piracy. In the first part of today's program, Terry Matson is going to speak with Patricio Zamorano about the recent referendum in Chile, and in the second half, I will speak with Thomas Becker about the aftermath of the elections in Bolivia. 
Over to you, Terry. On Sunday, October 25, the world witnessed the Chilean people via a national plebiscite resoundingly vote to rewrite